When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Okay, Ash, I have another Guinness. Guinness? Guinness? World record for you. Oh, hit me with it. How long do you think the record is for the longest fingernails? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> I went to a museum once in San Francisco, and I remember seeing it. And okay, guess, I don't guess know this, the number. Guess this, guess this. How many years did this person go growing oh, their nails God. before they cut them? Oh, no. Uh... For, like, the Guinness World, I'm going to go, like, a solid seven years. 20? 28 years. Oh, ew, ew. Of growing her nails. No. There's over no. 24 oh, I see it. I didn't nails. mean to, but I looked and I see it. And that's just, imagine being oh, touched by that. I want to know. How does she wipe herself, dude? She doesn't. There's no possible way. She has a bidet. A thousand percent. She has a very strong bidet. I need to move on. (laughs) Ew. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. I'm Ashley. I'm Taryn. And uh, very excited to be back here for another episode. How are you doing, Taryn? How's how's it going? Um, I'm great. I definitely forgot we were recording and I was like busy working. So all of a sudden I looked at the clock and I was like, oh, we're recording in like three minutes. I'm also super proud of us because we're back on a Monday. We are on a Monday. Pre-pandemic. Taryn and I had cleared every Monday of our lives to record a UA episode. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. It's to no one's, it's no one's fault necessarily, but our own. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have been all over the place. We record on Fridays. We record on Sundays. We record on Wednesdays. Um, But the goal has been to bring it back to Mondays. And here we are. Yes, very we are proud here. of ourselves. Yes, um, yes, we did agree at, at four. And Taryn texted me at like three fifty eight and was like, "Oh my god, it's four. Well, also it was so quiet, so I was like, "Maybe like you're running behind too." But then she was like, "Yeah, four. and I was like, "Okay." So I like <laughs> got an energy drink, got my story ready. It, I, it was like she's here, wind, but I'm she's here. here. I'm present. How are you, Ash? I'm 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 so good. Oh, I had a I had a great weekend. I had a weekend where I just felt rejuvenated. Good. I felt fully, you know, rested, and I got a lot of things done this past weekend that I wanted to get done. And I just feel like I'm ready to attack this week. I love that for you. I know it doesn't always. This does not always happen. So I feel like mm-hmm. I had to like one address it and just celebrate the, the fact yeah. that I'm having a oh, decent yeah. Monday. I love that for you. Ugh, me too. That answer was so like genuine. Also, 
because um, my sister normally, we all work from home, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's three of us that live here and all three of us work from home. Mm-hmm. My sister normally films on Mondays, but she decided not to. And I was like, I have this huge revelation. I was like, I could sleep in and still get a workout in without yeah. without being too loud for the video or whatever. Oh, and she went off. Let me just say. I fully. I was like rattling in my room because my room's above the like gym room. And usually yeah. Ash has her headphones in. Yeah, because like, people are recording and bike. there's filming and yeah. there's work being done. Not today, people. Not today, Not Satan. Today. Not today. She was rocking out. I plugged in a speaker. I went, I played all my favorite, uh, workout songs, went through my playlist, only did the good ones. You know how there's good ones and okay ones. I only did the good ones and just freaking crushed my workout. And that just put me again, cherry on top to an already great weekend. And now I'm just ready to freaking slay my week. Yes, you are. And that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Proud of you. How was your Monday? Ash, we already did me. Did we say Monday? But we did mean like, how are you? Fine. Don't tell everyone. They're all curious. I did tell everyone about Monday. Yeah, I was stressed and I forgot we were recording. Oh, well, I meant like your morning. We had lunch together. We had lunch together. That was was nice. Uh We sat outside. It's nice and sunny. Well, kind of sunny today. I feel like we sat outside during the sunny part of the day, which was nice. I think like when, so majority of my work now is editing, like Mm -hmm. on a computer. So it's very easy to get lost in a, like I'll blink and I'm like, oh my gosh, the day is done. So I I feel very much like time warpy today. You know, mm-hmm. like I'm like, where did the day go? But I'm in a great mood. We're, we're thriving. Dude, if I didn't have my Google Cal and alarm set, I yeah. also would be like, oh my God, it's four. Lexi would have showed up who we we've mentioned. Be. Lex is helping us with socials. She comes to our episodes. It's mm-hmm. been literally keeping me and ash in check uh-huh and she would have shown up and been like hey guys and we would have both pretended we were ready she would but- have knocked on both our doors and been like you guys ready and we, be, we would have been like, like yeah, yeah sure. we're second. waiting for you Go. one second i would have been like can you get started setting up while i find a story to talk about i would have been like i just need to put on some pants i'll be right there oh shoot so we <laughs> We started the whole like proof it thing Mm -hmm. in the beginning of this podcast because we talk about stuff. We want to put the pictures on so you guys like can see what we're talking about. Yes. But we failed miserably at keeping up with it. So my friend myself, I blame myself. We blame each other. We blame ourselves. Um, So my friend Alex actually, which can we just round of applause? She went back and listened to every single one of our episodes and compiled a list of all the proof it's. So we're going to update our proof it highlight, but because we acknowledge that that's probably so annoying to like look through to the specific episodes. Yeah. What we're going to do now is when we do our, like we have a new episode, we're now going to like make sure we title what the episode is on our post. And then you can swipe to see all the proof all the proof it's for that specific episode so be excited about that we're trying to get more organized we're catching again. up again <laughs> now <laughs> we're on track yeah, yeah. anyways okay. anyways anyways um i have a uh a tearing it up what if i have a tearing it up you asked me already and i said i did so back i off. asked you if you had one and i said yes but then I and you read didn't say one. you had one because I didn't. Well, first come, first serve. But so now you're going to have do. to hold that Can for next time. Can we rock, paper, scissors? Absolutely not. We already. Ashley Nicole. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It's my name. It's too late. You I had have your chance. Ownership. This is my legacy. You had your chance. 
we're not friends for the next anyways <laughs> hello everyone uh if you don't know turn it up is our favorite segment <laughs> apparently some it's of not us our, more than others it's not our absolute favorite segment we love all of the things you guys send in but tearing it ups are hilarious and we love a good laugh so that's why we're here um so tearing it up today is titled i've never scrubbed my arm so hard what did she get on it i don't know Ricky. i don't know Hey ladies, my name is Hallie, pronounced like Halle Berry, and yes, you can say my name. Amazing. Y'all, I cannot make this up. I am writing to you at 10.22 p.m. on a Saturday night. My best friend and I just went to Target to walk around, as one does. We were dreaming about all the super cute things we can have in our houses when we grow up. Same. Love I do that, that all the time. Yeah. When we got to the back of the store, there was a little clearance spot on an end cap. We stopped to look because, hello, who doesn't love a good deal? Mm-hmm. I saw the super cute mug and I went to pick it up. Little did I know there was something in the mug. Ew, why? Now, let me tell you, I don't think I've ever been so shocked slash disgusted slash freaked out in my life. You're probably thinking, oh, big deal. It can't be that bad. No. It was really that bad. It got all mm. over my hand and dripped onto my sleeve. Mm. Of course, I had to be wearing super long sleeves at the time. My friend and I were dying laughing, partially out of shock because we didn't know what had just happened and partially because my reaction was just priceless. As we were dying, we literally ran to the bathroom to wash off my whole entire arm because who knows what was in the mug. Praying that it was just water, we continued wandering around Target for a little while longer. When I got home... I was scared to see what was actually on my sleeve. I had a few guesses and I was really hoping I'd be wrong. Sadly, I was not. All I would like to say is who in the world would ever go into the back of Target and pee in a mug from a clearance Shut section? up. Disgusting. Shut up. Pee in a mug at the back of Target. Wait. Wait. Pee. She didn't know until... Well... Maybe she, she was in knew. denial. She knew. She Maybe had she had an known. idea and didn't. I've had something similar happen to me before. You spilled someone's urine on you. No, it was different, but it's still like a bodily fluid. So it Ew. was similar. Ew. Not at Target. But I okay, was in denial that too. Okay, so different. <laughs> I don't want to. Okay. Ew. <laughs> I was at Coachella one time. <laughs> Ew, and was someone, I, there? I don't think you were there this year, but someone bumped me as one does in a crowded concert style festival thing. And this girl, I like made eye contact her as she, she was, I'm, wow, I said that weird. I made eye contact with her as she was coming towards me and she bumped me, like bumped my arm. And as I was walking, and I remember thinking she like smelled really bad, like really bad. Oh dear God. And then as I'm walking, I'm like, I still smell it. I was with Kit, I was with Kit Kat. I was with Alicia, was and it? I was like, "God, it, some, it smells awful!" Like I still smell her, and I think she's like around me, but I don't see her anywhere. I finally like looked down, and Stop. she clearly had gotten. Stop. Wait, I can't talk about this. My gag <laughs> reflex is kicking in. She had gotten vomit on my hand, and I let me just tell you. Um, in the oh, middle of like VIP, huh. I I sobbed like fully sobbed. I would Tears too. Fell to the floor, 
Kit Kat was dying laughing and Ew. I was, I couldn't, I was just Ew, crying a stream Ew. of tears down my face. Uh, this wasn't COVID. I had some sanitizer, but it wasn't enough. So <laughs> we poured a water bottle on my hand. I scrubbed it with sanitizer and then I ran into the bathroom and I was in there for probably 20 oh, minutes scrubbing my hand. My gosh. And I, wiping tears from my face because I was traumatized. Anyways, long story short, I don't know why Ew. I said all that. <laughs> Anyways, she continues, P.S. I'm obsessed with y'all's podcast. And if you read this, please know that it will probably be at the gym and I'm going to fall off the treadmill. <laughs> Don't fall. That's where I listen to podcasts too. You guys are an inspiration to me. And I think of you guys as role models, by the way, if you're wondering, which you definitely aren't, but it's fine. I'm an Enneagram too. Yay. She uh, says, let's go, Taryn. Also, welcome. I have found my Ashley and she's the literal best. She was the one at Target with me cute isn't that cute Ash. hold on one oh we're best friends that are we inspiring are best others. friends that are inspiring so other best friends when i need you to i where is this coming from look at you're pulling away why are you holding me like this i love you don't, don't tell me you love me don't for everyone me. to hear Taryn, say it why say it i love you thank you <laughs> i hate you <laughs> <laughs> okay she ends it with thanks again for all you do i'm praying for you girls Ah, oh, sweet. So sweet. So sweet. kind. Love this. Um, I'm so sorry that happened yeah. to you. I'm also Oof. so sorry something similar happened to me. It's a horrible experience. Um, but I, I love How? that at least you got a good laugh out of it. That has to be on footage oh, somewhere. A thousand percent. Like if that were me, I would probably be like, as I'm walking out to like a security or staff, oh, I'd be I like, would hey, have told everyone. Someone definitely took a leak in one of your cups and in my you guys head, need to lock it down. In my head, I'm like 50 50 chance. It's some creep, right? Huge mm. possibility. Which, or, like, there was a weird yeah, aspect, weird to kind why of situation going yes. on. Or actually, I'm going to say three possible situations someone's, a child. someone's super drunk or a child, like, just couldn't hold it and grabbed it. And the cup parent panicked. Yeah. But why would you put the, the cup right there it. and not just be like, okay, this is a clearance mug. So we're talking what, like three bucks? Let's pay the three ninety nine. Let's take our losses. Let's take it to the bathroom. Let's dump it out and let's yeah. buy it. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Wow. All right. Well, anyways, <laughs> I will go next and try to take our minds off of Please. bodily functions, Less. which by the way, for you being the one who's uncomfortable by them, I feel like you choose a lot of stories that have them. So what does that mean? And what are you insinuating I by it? I feel like everyone, that long pause, I feel like everyone who knows us probably like could picture the glare you were giving me. I'm just saying it. You would think it's me, but it's you. But this is, this is gross. Why would you, why would you put, I'm proud of you. Why would you put a spotlight on me like that? There's no spotlight. I there feel are a the couple spotlight. ringlets. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... 
I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, um, this is from our anonymous fam, and it says, Hello there. First of all, I love your podcast, and I tune in every week. We love commitment. Oh, thank you. Commitment. Before I begin, I just wanted to say that I would like to stay anonymous, please. I Your wish is my command. I'm currently in the middle of a mental breakdown, and I didn't know what to do, but I've been thinking about writing to you guys for some time now, so here we are. Which I, 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 don't, I don't love it, because I would hope that none of the people listening ever have to go through breakdowns or crying, but w- don't you, like, when you get a letter where they're like, I'm literally sitting on the floor crying and I'm just writing this out. Yeah. Like I just feel honored that you guys turn to us. And I also, even though like, I wish I could say that I've like read every story and it's just hard because I mean, the more that we've grown, like we're so thankful to have so many people writing in, but it is harder than like, remember our first episodes we were like, Oh my gosh, there's like five emails. Like do we need to ask our friends to send in emails? We were like freaking out. I did ask friends to send emails. We had to start somewhere. Same. (laughs) And uh, yeah, those friends came through. And luckily, I mean, that was, that only lasted what? Like the first. Yeah. Like a couple episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe a few. Yeah. Yeah. Where we were like, uh, Mm -hmm. we need like good ones. Cause Mm -hmm. we were trying to like start off with a bang, you know? No, it's so true. Um, So yeah. Wow. But I love, like, I love that. The thing that always makes me feel better too about that is when you guys are like, even just writing it out, it's almost like we forced everyone to journal. I was going to say, this is a technique that is commonly used uh, by, you know, professional people, not us. us. Um, And I feel like this, this whole situation just turned into a a very helpful, very creditable technique Mm -hmm. for everyone involved. Mm -hmm. We love it. I'm getting therapy out of this. Y'all are getting therapy yeah. out of this. It's mutually beneficial. I mean, I'm perfect and I need nothing. So, but That's I'm why here you're for here. That's why you're advising, obviously. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see where I was. Okay. For the last few years, I've been trying to avoid inviting friends to my house 
because I sometimes get this weird anxious feeling if I just don't want to be somewhere anymore and I want to be alone. My mood changes and I get so uncomfortable. It's a lot more difficult when inviting people over. I can't just tell them to leave because that's rude and I'll just feel worse after. But Is I, it? <laughs> dear God. Ashley Nicole. Is it rude? You're your own breed. I just need to know. Because whoops. <laughs> yes. You will have me in a ball crying if you ever were to be like, get out. <laughs> Imagine the breakdown. I would come back with your favorite foods at your door. Like, can I be, kick him in now? Can we be friends now? You're the worst. Okay. Um, just feel worse after, but I don't know what other options do I have. I don't think it's because of my friends. I love them and they are the best. But ever since I can remember having friends, I get this feeling. I sometimes get it outside, but I have the option to leave without being rude. And I mostly get it when people are over or I'm about to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. I guess I just want some advice on what to do in these situations because I do want to invite my friends over, but I'm nervous. I would really appreciate your advice. Thank you and have a nice day. Smiley face. Smiley face. I love a good smiley face. Ugh, anonymous. Anonymous. This is such a, I, I love... I love when we get specific situations like yeah. this. Like we've never talked about something like this. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, you would be surprised anonymous. Cause I bet you feel super alone. Like I bet you're like, what is wrong with me? Why do I get these feelings? Oh my gosh. I can't even invite my friends over. Like that's so simple. But that's the thing is anxiety is such a beast that has it's kind of like a giant octopus like it has all these different legs that represent different things but like it's all still anxiety and everyone has experienced some form of a tentacle of anxiety I'm rolling with this yeah let's it's a great example <laughs> but it's just it's something that I think people because we've seen people who have really bad anxiety or you have social anxiety or health anxiety or you know, PTSD from stuff that triggers anxiety. And you have all this stuff that sometimes you feel like still very alone because there's just such a broad spectrum. But I can tell, I'm the most social person ever. And I've had this hit me before where yeah. I've just been like, oh my gosh, like I can't be here right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think um, it's interesting because I've often said in this podcast that I don't struggle with that much anxiety. Mm -hmm. Um, my sister kind of like put me in check the other day and I'm going to go ahead and share a little bit of my story for whatever reason, when I'm with friends and everyone wants to go dancing, I completely shut down mm -hmm. and it's the weirdest thing. I don't know where it comes from. I have no like title to give it except for the fact that I feel a pit in my stomach and all I can think about is what everyone else is thinking of me dancing yeah. and that's totally anxiety. Yeah. And I don't experience that anywhere else in life yeah. except for when I go dancing. Yeah. And I have not met a single person who has experienced something similar to me. And I can feel very much alone sometimes. Cause I'll just be there. I mean, Lexi and Taryn are both in here and I've mm -hmm. danced with both of them. Granted, there were a handful of drinks involved, but it's, it's and a still, lot of strategy. <laughs> I'm like in the middle. I can't be on the end. <laughs> There's like so much technique that goes involved. Um, but it's so frustrating 
And sometimes it's, I have really good days and sometimes I have really bad days, but everyone experiences something similar in a really weird tentacle way. Yeah. That's the dance anxiety tentacle. Ash. There is a dance it's anxiety tentacle. It's valid. And it and sounds dumb in my head, but the longer I've dealt with it, the more I've been like, no, nah, this is a real thing. Yeah. And it's real. No, I think, well, and I think the, so with, with everything, right? Like, and, and when you get into like when to seek help for stuff, a lot of times what like the bottom line is that you'll hear from professionals is if something is affecting you from being able to do everyday things and it affects you in like more than one area of your life, then it's something you should seek help for. Mm -hmm. And so like, obviously, ultimately, you guys should freaking know by now, like me and Ash, if we could say one piece of advice to every single person, it'd be, you should try counseling because Get we're such, a therapist. we're such big fans. We've both experienced it. We've both seen what it can do. And we've seen that it, it can be different for everyone. Um, I wasn't in therapy for a long time and I did it like two different times and got something from it both times. Um, same with Ash, like she kind of like went and then stopped and went back. Like, mm -hmm. so it's, it's something that I think is so valid. And I think when it comes to these type of anxieties that keep you from living your life in certain ways, I don't think there's anything wrong with seeking help. Oh, not at all. And it doesn't even have to be, even though highly recommend a therapist, but if you have like a close family member or a friend, obviously in this situation, I'm a, I'll just use Taryn. Um, there's been so many times where I've been on the dance floor with Taryn and I've given her a look yeah. and she was able to understand where I was in that moment. Mm -hmm. And she'd be like, you want to get a drink? And I'd be like, please, yeah, <laughs> uh -huh. you know, and, and I, you don't, you know, obviously you'd have to share with that friend what you're dealing with, yeah. but come up with a safe word or come up with some kind of like cue what, when you can be like, okay, like people are coming over and yeah, what do I, you know, what do I do? There's, there's so many different techniques. You could even Google them with that, like that involved deep breathing to mm -hmm. like calm you down right before. But I, I, number one thing is I would just tell someone first so that and preferably someone who's going to be in that situation with you yeah. so that they can keep an eye on you. And also like, if you need to step out for a breather, they can like join you. So yeah. it doesn't feel awkward or weird. Oh, fully. There's been so many times Taryn has walked me off the dance floor because yeah. I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been like, no, Help. completely. That's what I was going to say is I think you need to get creative with your approach. Mm -hmm. Again, like everything sounds so much bigger when you when you just think of the bigger issue and right now you're thinking, Oh my gosh, I have friends over. I'm going to freak out. And it's like, you're probably imagining, Oh my God, they're all sitting there. Everyone's staring at me. I don't know what to do. Like it sounds way bigger. So first of all, I would involve your either friend, friends, multiple, whatever. If I were you personally, I would do a few things. I would either try to be really creative with the type of hangs I schedule so that I am able to give myself an out. So maybe I would say like, hey guys, like let's, um, there's this cool new restaurant. Why don't you guys come over at six, our reservations at eight, and we can just like hang out and play games and like chill before we go. So that way it's everyone's over for a short period of time that you know where there's the ending. Because with anxiety, a lot of times it's, 
when you do things where yeah. you know what the ending is. How long do I have to be here? Yeah, which yeah. is why people with anxiety are so good with like Legos or puzzles or watching reruns of shows. I was gonna say movie nights. Yeah, because you know you know the ending already. Like you know the outcome and it helps to ease your anxiety. Mm-hmm. So I would be more strategic about how you plan your outing. Or if it's like, hey, let's go to dinner and then come over and watch a movie where a movie is something that you don't have to be involved with how that goes. So you put on the movie, you can turn off the lights, have snacks out. If everyone's watching the movie and you have to excuse yourself to your room or something for a little bit, like that's okay. Yeah. And they're still going to be fine and self-sufficient without you. Mm -hmm. So I would do kind of stuff like that or... I would just tell my friends, I'd be like, hey guys, I would love to have you over, but just a little heads up. Like sometimes I struggle with like social anxiety. So if I have to like disappear for a little bit, like don't take it personal. Like sometimes I just need a breather to come back, but like everything, like make yourself at home. Like here's where this is, here's where this is and kind of set it up like that. Mm -hmm. But I think the more that you start to just like baby step it and you have people over and okay, that went okay. Like, Mm -hmm. let me try a longer hang or let me try a bigger amount of people. Um, then I think that's fine. So I think you just got to like get a little creative with it. Yeah. And you don't even have to put a title on it. It could just be like, Mm -hmm. Hey guys, like super down for tonight can't wait to see y'all I'm in a little bit of a funk but don't worry like I'm I'm, I'm here and I'm ready to yeah. go you know and it just kind of gives them like a forewarning like hey I had a bad day but like can't wait to hang yeah and then if you do excuse yourself it's like oh she had a bad day <laughs> we'll give her space you yeah. know it's not that big of a deal yeah no I totally agree I think I don't know I just think the more the older I get the more I'm like wow I really have put so many pressures and expectations on myself that mm-hmm. no one ever like even set. No one told you to. At the end of the day, the stuff I'm stressed about, if I really sit and think about it, I'm like, but did they say that's how they felt? Yeah. Did For- they say that's what they needed me to look like to do? Like, yeah. did they look, did they give me a dirty look? Did they call me a name? Like, why am I so freaked out about these expectations or opinions that I'm putting in other people's mm-hmm. minds and mouths when like, that's not even reality? Yeah. Like, like great example, me going out dance with all my friends for whatever reason, every friend of mine is an excellent dancer, like really good. <laughs> yeah. Really good. Like I'm not talking it's just like can Bob and weave, like they're over there, like killing it Yeah, <laughs> and I everyone's do. watching and it's always this huge show every time we go out. But if every, if there's anyone like standing by, by like an innocent bystander, yeah. just watching, if they look over to the corner, there's me <laughs> and I'm trying to like Doing the little two do set. something, you know, and I know I look awkward and I'm putting this comparison that I have to dance at that level, yeah. but no one's asked, no. told me that I had, there's no requirement that Mm-mm. you can only dance if you're like excellent, you know, they just want you to dance. They just want you there and no one's and like having a good, the looking whole point at is you. to have fun. Yeah. And so I'm making this huge pressure on myself of having to be an excellent dancer when a yeah. girl can't dance and has never been able to. So why am I putting that pressure on Yeah. Me? Yeah. You know? No, for sure. No, Interesting. It's, but I think it's good. Like you've acknowledged it. You've shared it with your friends. So now <laughs> yeah. like we know going into it <laughs> Yeah, and also like, and also some days I have good days. You've gotten way more brave, but yeah. I don't think you would have been more brave unless you told people about it and you were like, okay, wow, I'm, I'm giving this a name. Like it's something I struggle with. I have anxiety about going dancing mm-hmm. now. Like what am I going to do the next time it happens? Mm-hmm. You know? 
Anyways, Anonymous, I am really, I'm excited for you. I think that you've got this. I think, um, I think we've talked about some really tangible things you can do, but I think like, you know, yourself, you know, your friends, you know, like the types of hangs that happen. So I would just be honest and own the fact that you have to do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Also, yeah. Can I, can I give a good, oh my God, yeah. can I give a good party tip? Oh yeah. Lighting and music. Lighting and music is everything. Mm-hmm. You could have the no plans for yeah. the night, but if the lighting is good, like mood lighting yeah. and there's good music, it'll be a good time. Yeah. That's just from my own personal and experience. And yeah, snacks. <laughs> yeah, snacks. Chips lighting. and <laughs> Some chips music and salsa. snacks. Oh my gosh. A little charcuterie board. Yeah. Oh. And movie in the background. Movie oh. in the background. Like the music's <laughs> the, the primary sound, but then yeah. there's like, you know, something, I don't know. A crunch? Some, Wait, what do you no, oh. A movie in the background. <laughs> what a crunch come from? Because you were talking about snack. I don't know. I was, no, 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 I was no, stuck no, no. on food. Sorry. Last, mm-hmm. I'm just going to paint the picture. Dim lighting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bouncy music. Yeah. Some good snacks. And a movie playing, but quietly. Mm. Done. I mean, I'm sold. It's a good time. Send me it's the a Addy. good time. <laughs> How to have a party, Ashley 101. <laughs> <laughs> too much it's dumb but it works it works it works yes well thank you anonymous we love you we support you we hear you you're not alone and you got this yeah okay moving on to my story guys i'm really excited for this one this one's excellent oh in the fact that I think this is something that everyone has experienced to a degree, but also like not commonly talked about. Okay. Love that. This one is titled Engagement Party Drama. With a lot of A's after it. I can't wait to have an engagement party because everyone's going to I can't wait to go to your engagement party. gifts because they're going to be like, we really didn't know. running the gift table and I'm going to be like gifts over here. I feel like gifts I could make here. bank at my wedding because people are just going to be like, honey, finally. <laughs> and I'll just cry and be like, remember <laughs> all those prayers. <laughs> I, can I say something really quick? Sure. So I've never, I, I've like watched Sex in the City. I've watched the movie, obviously. that's a That was a big one, but I never watched the show really. Like I, I would watch yeah, it here and either. there, but I never sat and watched through the whole thing. Um, You know, they're coming out again. And I took it upon myself to like kind of start the series over again. I was like, you know what? Let me watch the first season and see like, you know, like yeah. from the start to the finish. Mm-hmm. I'm about three quarters of the way through. It hits different when you're 31. <laughs> when it came out, I was I like, like I, I was a baby. Yeah. I was a little baby. I didn't watch it really. I didn't understand yeah. anything. Yeah. Also, there's a lot of sex involved. So my parents didn't. Oh, obviously. yeah. yeah. I wasn't um, allowed to watch it. I didn't it watch it till later, but I was still super young. Yeah. I am now almost their age and it hits different. That's all I got to say. Maybe I should watch it. You should. It's okay. freaking hilarious. I'll be like, yay. I'm so, I, there's times it's like funny. a new girl where they started talking, like they'll say their ages now. And I'm like, that was last year for me. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm 31 or whatever. And yeah. I don't have any kids. And I'm like, oh, well, 
Yeah, I'm telling you guys. Same, same, but if different. If you are yeah. in your early 30s and single still, go watch Sex and If you're City. like Nick Miller, please call me. <laughs> this is not, we're not, this is not, we just if took a turn. you a single we uncle just took or a brother, turn. preferably <laughs> a pro athlete, DM call us. me. <laughs> okay, back to my story, because we okay, just went okay. on a huge tangent. Okay. But Ash, what if I got a mammal? You know what? Then we could we could we could end the whole thing. Next episode, I'm like, we'd like to announce engagement <laughs> announcement ending because uh, I'm getting married and moving. Taryn's getting married, <laughs> settling down, and being one of those friends that just disappears from the friendship because she I got married. Never. Be honest. Look in my eyes. Be honest. You know, Ash. You know, even if you try to get rid of me, I'm like a freaking cockroach. I'll be like, spray me again. <laughs> Spray me again. Oh, oh great. Shoot. I'm totally getting tagged with I my face breathe. on a cockroach. Someone body please put Taryn's face on a cockroach. <laughs> God, that's okay, hilarious. Sorry, continue. <sighs> Man. Okay. Again, this is entitled Engagement Party Drama. Okay. <laughs> 20 minutes later. Okay. Oh, shoot. Uh, okay, here we go. Hello. I'd like to re- remain anonymous, please. Your wishes are commands. Yes. Love the podcast. It's so amazing. You girls are changing more lives than you'll ever know. So thank you. Love that. Today, I am writing in about something that happened to me literally last night. I attended an engagement party for a good friend of mine. I'm so glad I was able to go support my friend in such a monumental moment of, of his life. Only problem was his brother was there too. Let's call his brother Jimmy. Jimmy. I knew that Jimmy would be there. Of course, it was his brother's engagement party after all. But you see, Jimmy and I had this dot, 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 complicated friendship. Mm. We would hang out and occasionally make out on Mm. and off for about four years. We'd text all the time. We were honestly the best of friends, but we never actually dated, mostly because he would always tell me that he didn't want anything serious and I was just so smitten. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> yeah. I feel that. Because I longed so much for a real relationship, I eventually got tired of waiting for Jimmy to be ready for commitment. So I would date other guys for a few months or weeks here and there, and Jimmy and I would lose touch for a bit. But as soon as things would end with any of those other guys, I would go running back into yep. Jimmy's arms. Yep. We Relatable. All know. Relatable. We all know. <laughs> Until I met my current husband oh as soon as I started dating my husband that was the end of my on and off again emotional roller coaster friendship with Jimmy I have now been very very happily she puts in all caps good married for two years to the absolute love of my life so going into this party I honestly thought seeing Jimmy would be no big deal at all why would it be a big deal right at least that's what I kept telling myself That was until I saw her. An adorable, bubbly, blonde hanging on to his arm. He walked right up to me when he saw me and introduced me to this gorgeous, super sweet, hot tamale of a girl Mm. who, come to find out, was his girlfriend. I was shocked. I had no idea he had a girlfriend. And to add salt to the wound, he introduced me to her as a family friend that he would hang out with at family get-togethers. Um, excuse me. (laughs) Well, we saw each other way more than at family get togethers. Needless to say, 
I was instantly a big flaming ball of jealousy and it hasn't stopped. I've been so full of heartbreak, jealousy, and honestly, a smidge of anger for the last 24 hours. Questions keep running through my head like, why wasn't I good enough? What does she have that I don't? Does he really just think of me as a family friend? Did he ever even like me? I even Instagram stalked this girl. But the question is, why do I even care? Mm. I should just be happy for him, right? After all, I'm married to an amazing man who I adore and treats me like an absolute queen. I'm honestly so confused about all of these mixed up emotions. I just can't shake it. Please help. Sincerely anonymous. Ooh, this is a juicy, juicy one. I'm yeah. excited. Wow, 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 mm. wow, wow. Um, first thing off the bat that I wanted to say, and then we could just go back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Is that I think there is something that happens when you like someone, when you make out with someone, when you have sex with someone, there's just a connection. We've talked about yeah. it, right? I don't think that ever goes away. Like, it, obviously it fades and obviously you found love with another guy, but I think there's always going to be some kind of connection there. So I think it's normal to be a little hurt. Yeah. Or like, you know? just there's that tension. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's kind of like the whole, the fact that you felt nervous going to the party, normal. Mm-hmm. The fact that you were like, God, she's gorgeous. Why did she have to be gorgeous? normal the fact that you're sitting here going like did he ever even like me super normal so a lot of these things I think are normal for someone that you've had a thing with yeah right I fully agree and I think all of this is saying to me it's I don't think it's as much that you're like oh my gosh like does this mean I want him or like whatever I think this is just very clear that you never actually got closure from this guy. Yes, Taryn. Because the cycle always repeated. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you started dating your husband and you were happy with him. And I think a little piece of you, because he was always the one in control, Mm -hmm. like was hoping that you'd see him and kind of be able to like lord that over him. Mm -hmm. But when he shows up with this like girl, it's like, wow, like, you moved on. You don't even care that I'm married. And like, ultimately we all just want someone to show us that they like us. And sometimes you even get that from people being jealous of you yeah, or jealous of your time or your, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think something that could be a contributing factor is that this, the entire like back and forth relationship that you did have with Jimmy, he was constantly saying no he, want, yeah. he didn't want something serious, which whether depends on like how you took that. But for me, I feel like oftentimes people take any no to mean a personal no. Yeah. You know? And so maybe this was kind of like a final straw on the many yeah. no's that he gave in referring to him saying he didn't want something serious. Um, yeah. And I think too, like... <laughs> Like this is, and this is a hard thing for anyone to accept. So I'm not like, this is not something to make you feel like any way, but we often are going to get the stuff that we allow. So if you allow a guy to feel like he can just have a casual thing with you Mm. to come back whenever he wants, you can't be shocked when that's what he keeps doing. Oh, true. Whereas this new girl could have come in. And the the fact of the matter is like, you don't know their relationship at all. They could just be still like these, whatever people. And maybe he was trying to piss you off by being like, Oh, this is my girlfriend. Like nobody knows the narrative that was happening on his side. Maybe she was hired for the wedding date. Yeah. 
Exactly. Possibilities. But she could be a type of girl that right away up to up front with him was like, mm, I don't know what you're trying to pull, but like I'm, if you're not going to be committed to me, then like I'm not talking to you. Yeah. And then right away he had to make a change. Whereas with you, because you guys were friends, you had like the relationships with like your close family and friends. And then, you know, you would go off and date someone else and then come back and hook up. Like that's probably what he saw it as. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Also like I don't, and I definitely don't think that you did this intentionally, but it's, I do think it's a possibility because he was always your like default guy. Maybe like subconsciously you were all expecting him to like continue to be your default guy, yeah. even though you're happily married, maybe like in the back of your head, you were like, Oh, you'll always have him in case yeah. shit hits the fan and oh, totally. you know, things go wrong. He'll, he'll always be your plan B, you know? Yeah. Um, and then essentially seeing him happy was like, er, nope. He, he was never your plan B. Yeah. He was never yours. Yeah. And that would be a, a big adjustment to have to like confront oh, and come fully, to terms with. Fully. I also just want to bring up, cause this one part it like, I wanted to say something when, when you got mad at how he introduced you, like realistically think about what would you like, what would you really want him to say? Yeah. And if you were introducing your husband to him, like, are you honestly going to be like, Hi, babe. This is Jimmy, who we occasionally would hook up with each other. And then I would date someone because he didn't really want anything serious. But we've made out a lot. Yeah. And like, we totally like had something going on. And but we're really nothing. And you also couldn't say boyfriend or girlfriend because no. there was no title. So I think if you think about, sometimes we get so wrapped up in like what something made us feel, mm -hmm. which acknowledge be present, be sad, be angry, whatever you have to do. But it's always good to step back and be like, okay, well, realistically, how would I introduce him? And luckily, like I haven't really had to introduce my ex to anyone I was dating, but there was a couple times where I had to introduce him to people and I would just be like, Me. oh, so-and-so. Yeah. Literally. Remember that? In London. Awkward. Out. Um, I literally would just be like, oh, like, hey, Ash, this is Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, Mark, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Can you believe it? <laughs> Anyways, but like, I wasn't like, hey, Ash, oh, you know that guy I've like told you about? Like, this is my ex boyfriend that I dated for four years in Bubble. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. nobody does no that. No one does that. And so I think I get why you felt hurt because your whole relationship with him, all you wanted was for him to acknowledge or make you feel like you were something to him. So I think in that moment, that's what you focus on. But I would not take that as Personally, anything. No, no. I guarantee you he was diffusing a possible awkward situation. Yeah. By saying family friend. Yes. But I will say, I think that you are starting down a slippery slope mm -hmm. if you continue to let these thoughts and things occupy your mind. So I think, I think, you know, bottom line, like you're with who you want to be with. You're with who you're meant to be with. Um, but I think this is showing that you need closure and I think you need to focus some time and energy on that, but then you need to like focus now and acknowledge like what you have and be thankful for that because bottom line, like I always do this with Ash. I'm like, okay, even with like your dancing stuff, I'd be like, okay, worst case, what like what are you most afraid of you know like I'm an awkward fool yeah like <laughs> and even that like why why do you really care like I will yeah. I'll literally break down situations with her so for you it's like okay so do you want Jimmy 
Like ultimately this guy who led you on for years, who constantly made you feel pushed aside, who literally was just willing to be like, Oh, you're done with that guy. Cool. Let's hook up. Like, do you really want that guy? I'm hoping, and I'm guessing the answer is no. So does it really matter what he's doing with his life? Or like, it's okay to acknowledge that you had weird feelings and like Ash said, acknowledge, like we had a connection. So I'm always going to feel like a tingle of something, but now like shift your focus back to like this wonderful man who you got, like you won, (laughs) you won. Girl, you won the game. Yeah, you won. Yeah, I completely agree with what Taryn said. To put it bluntly, I think you were head over heels for him and he simply wasn't. And I think that is always, no matter who you are, going to be a hard thing to deal with. And it sounds like you maybe haven't fully dealt with it because you didn't have to because Mr. Wright came into the picture and swept you off your feet Mm -hmm. and you were like, hell yeah, let's do this. So you didn't give Jimmy a second second thought. But having to see him for the first time in obviously, you know, over two years, um, it only makes sense that all of those emotions came and like slapped you in the face. Um, So- what I would do if I were you is I would write a letter, get out all the thoughts, the frustrations, the emotions. I wouldn't talk to him. You're, you're married. No, you don't no, need no. to talk to him. No. It may be in like a friendship situation, but like not when you're married and this yeah, is like no. a kind yeah. of ex. Um, I would just get out all your emotions on paper. You could burn it. You can have a ceremony. a ceremony. Yes, you love can a good like, ceremony. You can like play some like fun music and just watch it go up in flames, you mm-hmm. know, have a barbecue over it. I don't know. Do whatever weird fun thing you want to do. Write it with a Sharpie on yeah. a plate that you get from a thrift store and then go break it off a cliff. <laughs> have some <laughs> kind of ending. Yes. Put some kind yes. of proper ending to the relationship. Cut it off and mm-hmm. focus on you and your man because Amen you clearly girl. are super happy. Jimmy is nothing to you. Um but yeah, I really, I really do want to emphasize. I feel like these things are normal. Oh, so normal. Taryn's right. This is a very pivotal point where you have to be like, okay, cool. This is done. This has happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to acknowledge these feelings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with them, and then I'm going to freaking put them away. Yeah, because I have a guy who loves me and who I love, and. Honestly, Jimmy's baggage holding you back. Honestly, girl, all me and Ash have are Jimmy's in this life. <laughs> so for it's us, true. cut him off. Just cut him off. Cut him off. He also, doesn't deserve a second no, thought. And no. the fact that you're thinking about him right now. Don't give him is, that credit. It, don't give him that. Yeah. He doesn't deserve but it. But I will say, we've said this before. I sh- I think I shared like literally one of our first episodes. But um, I remember someone told me one time, they were like, because, you know, we all say like, oh, I have like, oh, yeah, that scarred me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, a scar, a scar doesn't hurt. Like if something still hurts you, it's an open wound. You know, if I were to pour rubbing alcohol over one of my scars, like I wouldn't feel anything. But if there's an actual cut there, it's going to burn like hell. Yeah, a scar is something you can look at and remember, but not feel anything for. So I think the fact that this brought up stuff, like that's always what I do. Like anytime something affects me in a bigger way than I really expected it to, I'm always like, wow, like something is still under the surface that I haven't dealt with. Mm -hmm. And for me, then I look at it as like something to solve and I sit in it and I'm like, okay, why are you feeling like this? Like, why is this bringing this up? And usually I'm able to have like a really cool, like self-realization and then move forward. Does that mean the next time I see that person, I won't feel something? No, I usually I do. And I'm like, Ooh, there's still something there. Yeah. Like let's keep or, doing or, the work. Or you do, but it's a little bit less than you it did always before. Is a little less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I love that. So I think this was your 
heart, your mind's way of telling you there still is some closure needed or, and honestly, I don't think it's even, it never really is the guy. Mm. It usually is like a deeper issue. Like I know for my ex, ultimately, like when I would get sad and think about him, I was like, I don't miss him. I miss the feeling of being loved. Like I miss having someone to talk to. Mm -hmm. I miss having someone to like plan a life with. So I think when you start to take right now, everything that's hurting or making you feel sad or angry has his face on it. But if you start to remove his face and be like, oh, it was the feeling that like, why did this girl get to be with him? And I didn't, she even said like, why wasn't I good enough? Like Mm -hmm. that's, that's the thing that's dangerous is the issues and the damage that you got Mm -hmm. with your interactions with Jimmy. So that's more of the stuff to focus on. It's not him, you know, thousand percent. Oof. I feel like this was a great one. This was a great one. Thank you so much for sharing. Also, I feel like we should just take a moment to appreciate the way you wrote it because it was really very well written with all the good details. I was hanging on it the entire time I was reading it. it. I was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah. This this is good. Same. Um, I love this episode. So thank you for being vulnerable with us. Mm -hmm. I know... I felt like you felt before a lot of listeners are sitting here going, mm-hmm, been there. Oh, we've so all had you, one. You, you are hitting a lot of, a lot of, a lot of souls mm-hmm. over here who are mm-hmm. like, yep, been there. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for writing in and being yes. vulnerable with us. Uh, we appreciate it. Okay. So I'm going to share a dad joke. Oh, please do. Okay. So this is actually our roommate slash her sister slash my heart sister. Um, <laughs> got it from a guy in a dad joke. Oh, what did wait, I just say? What? <laughs> Oh, she got it from a guy on a dating app. Um, and it said he took a girl to the beach. He's <laughs> to the beach, Tarina. Okay. He took his dog to the beach. <laughs> this is so bad. And the seagulls kept trying to get it. <laughs> And what happened? <laughs> he should have known because it was a purebred. <laughs> or what? I think that's it. I don't know. I don't know. Great. That was probably the worst, best dad joke we've ever had on this podcast. Uh, but you get it. You oh get it. Oh, my God. That, guys, thank you so much we for being all. here for the dad joke. If you're listening to the dad joke, then we love yes. you the most. We do. Uh, we'll talk to you guys in the next episode, which will be coming yes. out on Monday. Yes. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.